I'm your man Edward Shelton from Starting Over Podcast, and this is my favorite podcast on the Citadel. This is Swag Nito with Clicks TV, and you're listening to Dial H for Hero Clicks. This is Skylar from Generation Clicks, and you're listening to Dial H. Well, folks, it's been a long year. It has. But you finally have reached it. Episode 123 of Dial H for Hero Clicks, where we sum up our picks of 2015. 2015! Our third annual Jesus Christ. awards episode. Third annual. Third in a row. That's and the most, I, that's got to be the most out of any HeroClix podcast in, in the world. I don't know. It's getting up there. We're number I one. I got to say that much. So We're Another year on top, baby. Whoa! No, I don't <laughs> think anyone's ever lasted three years at anything. That's right, Austin. <laughs> I sure haven't lasted out of that life. So. <laughs> Some of the things we will talk about today, uh, obviously... We'll give our awards out for various categories. We will dub a new super fan, add, add a new super fan to the Arsenal. And Eric we will, was a pleasure. We will announce the Dial Design winner that we just had for the first ever Invitational event. The Dial H Invitational. Uh, as well. Actually, let's start off with that. So this month, or well, I, I say this month, it's actually January right now. In December, Shut up, honey, they don't know that. In December we did a Invitational where we invited every previous winner of a HeroClix dial design event. And they all got to uh, compete in a higher stakes format, I should say. With the losers all being put to the death. They they were the only ones able to play. No one else was able to play. And instead of the typical three judges voting, uh, RenoCon actually played in this one, and everyone voted. So everyone who submitted had to give me their top three in no order, their top three dials for that week, or else I didn't give that person points. So basically you had to turn in scores, or else you didn't get any scores that week. So basically they voted for each other's dials, and uh, it was a close close fight. Um, I thought some of the, the top... Content- Battering uh, showed up late. He didn't get to play. I would have considered him in the top, you know, the top of the runnings. Um... I would have thought that Zarg would have done really well. And uh, RenoCon always does super well. Um, before he started helping me judge this past year, um, he had won he three. Yeah, he won three in pretty quick succession. So I had those were my top picks. None of them ended up winning, though. Who um, ended up winning? Huh? Koala ended up winning, who has only won one contest, but he's performed well yeah. uh, in the last few months, or the last year, I should say. What was his winning dial, Hunter Smith? Uh, well, he had multiple winning dials. I his best score was on his very last dial. So piece. I'll pull it up here. What is it? Ambush bug. All right. He did a great job with it. So right now I'm going to share this page. If you're a member of of uh, HD Realms, you'll be able to see it. Um, I'll share it on our. H Facebook so that you guys can pull it up and follow along with us if you want to. But Ambush Bugs <clears throat> dial, he has phasing on every click, he has super senses on every click, and he alternates outwit and prob. He has a trait called he's not the most dangerous, he might be the most aggravating. He's a wild card, and at the beginning of your turn, you roll a five to six. Other friendly characters on your force do not consider on a five to six, other friendly characters on your force don't consider Ambush Bug a friendly character until the end of your turn. 
His other trait is called Cheeks the Toy Wonder. Ambush Bug can begin the game equipped with Cheeks at no cost, and it does, the object doesn't count towards your force. So Cheeks has shape change that only succeeds on a 6. And instead of being destroyed, it goes back in your starting area. So it's a never-ending annoyance, essentially. That's how it works. Um, and then other than that, Ambush Bug has a special power called Irritation is the Enemy of Accuracy. Other characters can't use Precision Strike unless Ambush Bug is friendly to them. So, again, that trait plays into the design there. Just really well designed. Thought, uh, that week, all the other entrants voted for that heavily, along with uh, Dark Knight's G.I. Joe figure. Uh, got a lot of votes, too. But Anyways, this is one of the cooler months. Uh, if you want to check out, some, honestly, some top-notch dial design, everyone here has won a contest, so you know that they're pretty dang good to start out with. And we got some tons of really good dials, so... Go to uh, our Facebook page. What happens if you don't follow us on Facebook, guys? I think I stomped kittens or something like that. I can't remember what we said last I week. think it was two kittens, wasn't it? Was it two, two? two kittens. I feel like that's excessive. I've like, our fans might appreciate one kitten and think, like, oh, that's something Austin would do. But as soon as you say two, we enter the realm of unbelievable. No, I don't think it's unbelievable. Something else happened with Drew's penis, but I don't remember what all was involved. It's there. I think it gets no. another crook in it every time. <laughs> another crook. So, so it started to look like a freaking connection. <laughs> How do you feel about this, Drew Austin? I just take the ladies on the roller coaster and <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that roller coaster was hard to put together. It was. <laughs> also, my penis was hard to put together. Uh, like this joke, takes a lot of work, many pieces, but it works in the end. That's right. Let's go to, you know, the the event, the awards are going to throw us a little out of order, so we're going to go to community first and actually answer some questions. We got some, we got some questions. We got some good questions. Actually, it's our man news. from Japan sent us... Malcolm Rush. Our man from Japan sent us, I think, one of his better questions yeah, that he's asked us. I was actually pretty pleased with it. And we have a heartfelt uh, message from Jeff Bozeman that we will definitely get to in just a moment. Jeff Bozeman, my man. So, Malcolm says, man from Japan... What do you want to get for Hero... Oh, I'm reading the wrong one. That was last week's. Well, for some reason, it's not pulled up on here. Uh, his question was, what's the one Hero Clicks this year that you don't want to see Liz Kids make for 20, in 2016? What's the one... If you say Sabertooth. <laughs> I just... It's funny. I wasn't even looking at Drew, and I felt his face shift into hatred. Um... I don't and say it awesome. I'm gonna go for the no. low I'm gonna go for the low hanging fruit and say Lex Luthor. Yeah, that's actually right. that's no fine. Lex Luthor. Wait, um, what that's fine? No, that's more than fine. That's Lex Luthor should not be in Hero Clicks for another year. He needs to go sit in the corner for a while. He's gonna I'm gonna try to avoid the typical Trinity and Avengers trio ones because those are pretty obvious. We've gotten so damn many of those and they're gonna print a shit ton of them anyway, Civil War and stuff. Ultron. Um we're, we're not getting another Ultron. Good. If we do, we'll get the Pym Ultron hybrid. I'm sick of Ultron comics now. And this isn't just directly at you, but there's no. Many, I fully understand. Yeah, there's so many fucking Ultrons because of Age of Ultron. You can't not be happy if you're an Ultron fan. I'm trying to think of a figure that just flat out like if they printed like uh, I can't believe they wasted a slot on that. Um, that isn't one of the typical high reprint ones. I don't think they're. I don't know. I mean, I'm usually pretty happy with about anything they print, so... Whatever. So, Lex and Ultron, that's our answer. Will Hall 
Colin posted on our uh, page just a few minutes ago. Show question, I'm going to The Rock at the end of the month. Would you be willing to talk about the new format in ROC 400 point Silver Age? Since it is any carded figure, it opens up the gambit on what we could see. Any help would be greatly appreciated. Well, Will, if you would have asked us this about a week ago, we could have prepared something. Um, but oh, as shit. far as right now, that's a daunting task. I would not be um, opposed to doing that as a main topic. I think that's actually yeah, a, that's a, a pretty good thing to cover. Um, so we will cover it when we can. I don't know that we'll be able to cover this it is a good time. before you get there since you're going so soon. Um, I would send a message over to our good friend Edward Shelton, friend of the podcast, host of Starting yeah, Over dude. Podcast. He... I can't imagine he's not going to be covering this on his he podcast. He already has on that Yeah, he may already. So He's probably went over it ten times. Actually. And you know what? I've talked to Will before, and I'm pretty sure he even mentioned Edward. So I, he, I bet he has asked him. Um, man, because that, that's a big topic to tackle. It is. Just you know what's kind of cool that. about that, though? Um, that's a completely different pool of figures than full silver and modern. It's a nice halfway point since it's any carded figure. Let's be honest, though. Most of those yeah. figures that aren't carded, I, you're probably not going to use. There's them. maybe one. But there's a couple really niche ones that fuck with the metagame. I mean, we could see Leech come back. We could see Leech is carded. That's what I'm saying. He's legal. Oh, I thought you. We. I was saying there's not many that are uncarded. Yeah. That right, you yeah. wouldn't want. That's to. what he was saying. To us. Uh, speaking of which, speaking oh, of yeah, rocks, 2015 or 2016, year of the Drew. Oh, is it? Proclaiming uh, 2015 right now. was the year of the Drew. Uh, I, is this the decade this is of the year Drew? of the Drew part two? Me and Harry are the Drew going... Uh, the Drew Harry Dempsey. <laughs> Electric Drew Baloo. Electric Drew Baloo. First uh, off, I'm getting t-shirts made that say that. And we're going to go to every rock with him and cheer him on. Uh, but uh, Harry Dempsey and I, we are going... We're going to rock down to Electric Drew you guys just suck each other's dicks We already are. Uh, anyway. Uh, Harry Dempsey, my good friend. Long pop. Traveling partner. Traveling partner. Wink, wink. <laughs> I've seen him shirtless. Only man in history to see Harry Dempsey shirtless. No, he showed me a picture of him in... Oh, yeah, that's underwear. right. Yeah, I saw that, too. That's it. Some Batman underwear. Yeah, okay, you've seen more than I have, then. <laughs> anyway. Uh, well, all of a sudden, your traveling partnership's falling apart. I know. Anyway, continue. Infidelity in the... <laughs> in the Heroclix community is a big problem. That's right. Anyway, yeah. Harry Dempsey, great guy. I'd say, stand-up fella. Me and him, going to some rocks. Going to the WizKids Open in Chicago. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, we'll be there. We'll be at... Um. How much would I have to pay you to punch Steve if you find him at the WizKids Open? I don't know what Steve looks like. Just take the money and Steve, save you. Uh, yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, Since he doesn't exist in the first $150. Place. All right, that sounds fair. That's almost almost worth considering just the hypothetical that he might. And then fucking Drew gets there and at the door is a WizKids employee that named like Steve. <laughs> and Drew's like, am I a man of my word or am I not? And this will happen after he's top of his rock points made it to the open. <laughs> yeah, this, about is, to win. this is my this is run. Before the finals. This is my this, run. This is before the finals. <laughs> this is my dream, and I sacrifice it all for you. I love you, Drew Alderson. Chris Stockhouse no linked homo. us to part two of Justin Zeron's interview, because we got so 
off track on uh, the whole price thing that we kind of forgot some of the questions that Justin Zirin posted. There was a part so two? There was a part two. Um, for those of you who want to check it out, go to our uh, Facebook page once again and check out the, the post on the wall where Chris, Chris Stockhouse linked it for everybody. Appreciate that. Eric Roman had a rules question. When Sandman from Avengers Assemble, so we'll pull him up. Oh boy, here we go. Uses quicksand and concrete. Would his perplex wear off since he is no longer on the board? Here's the wording. Quicksand and concrete. Sandman can use barrier and smoke cloud. When he uses either, you may place Sandman on this card. His terrain markers remain on the map. At the beginning of your next turn, place him in a square into which he may into which he may be placed on one of these terrain markers. He may not be placed on this card if he was on the card during the beginning of your turn. I, I do want to know if there's one kind of thing that hints at the answer, which is the fact that they have to specifically state his terrain markers stay. That's correct. Which yeah. should hint at the fact that his perplex doesn't. Typically, when a figure comes off the board, anything that they were affecting on the map, basically, is null and void. And as Austin pointed That's out, they had to, they had to put a, a special caveat in there saying... Hey, this at least is going to stay in play when you do that. Um, thanks. Also, the song played at the end of episode 122, which was last, last episode, is Billie Holiday's Easy Living from Fallout 3. That is correct. It's also in Fallout 4. Um, and so that was our video game song last week. Uh, I tried to trick you guys with that one. Um, let's go back to messages. and let's read you with a mainstream video game song. Well, it sounded like an old... Yeah. In oldies. It didn't really sound like a video game song. Jeff Bozeman. Hello, gentlemen. It's been a while since we heard from old Jeff. It has been. He said, I wanted to take the opportunity to let you all know how much I appreciate the podcast that you produce for your listeners on a regular basis. You guys have been consistent with who you are, and it shows through the years. You always seem to be able to bring a smile to my face, and usually you have me laughing hysterically at some point through each of your podcasts. I had the pleasure of actually meeting all of you a couple of years ago at Gen Con, and you were all very cordial and respectful to me, and I appreciate that. Well, of course we're going to be cordial and respectful. That's how we are in real life. We're classy sons of bitches. Are we? We are. We're yeah, gentlemen. yeah, we are. There's, a, mean, reason, we are. there's a reason <laughs> we use the word gentleman on this. Maybe not Austin Smith, but Hunter and I, we got you. I'm as rough as sandpaper. I truly do have a blast from listening to your cast as well, and I learned new information about the state of the game and the game itself. Keep on doing what you guys are doing and being yourselves because it sure does make for one damn good podcast. Have a great 2016. Oh, Jeff. That's oh, touching the tears. What a guy. A Waterworks. Symbol of class. I'm going to mail this man a fruit basket. So, you know, before we head over to Gmail and answer a couple questions, Jeff brought up one thing, which is us consistently putting out podcasts. And that is going to kind of segue into something that I was going to talk about a little later. But as you guys have noticed... We haven't really been doing the cast every single week over the last six months or so. We've kind of been missing a week here or there, and that's just life. Um, Very busy. Drew's work schedule has jumped around throughout the year. Mine switched to I now work on the weekends, and I may potentially be working on Saturdays in the future, hopefully, if they're going to give me some more time. But anyways, so, you know, as you guys, as all of you guys who are adults know, especially if you're married or have kids or anything like that, you know, life happens. Um, I would expect us to not do episodes every week uh, in 2016 and and from there on out. We want to continue doing the cast, or at least I definitely do. Yeah. Um, yeah. I enjoy it, and it, it, when we get messages like, like Jeff just sent us, it really 
reaff- like if I ever have any doubts, fire under our ass. Yeah, if I ever have any doubts about whether I want to do the podcast or not, it, it makes me want to because interacting with you guys and meeting you guys has has been the best part about it. Honestly, you are truly blessed. So, I would say. We're going to do our absolute best. I don't see us ever putting out less than two episodes in a month. I think that's a good clip. Um, it'll probably be every other week, but we'll just have to see. You know, we can plan it around holidays and what works for best for everybody. But yeah. we will give you two episodes a month as best, you know. That, At the very that least. That we can promise you. At the very least. Um, bare minimum. We had a couple questions on Gmail before we get into the news, because we did have a big news announcement that Austin just reminded me about earlier. No, that Hunter didn't know that, because he thought it was something else. I overlooked. So, Connor says, hey guys, love the podcast, keep up the great work. I had some questions about a figure we were just talking about, Mr. Mixelplix. He's a super rare that is, in my opinion, awesome. I pulled him in Red Sun, Superman, and Sealed. Have you played against him? Is he is he awesome when you play against him? He pulled him in Red Sun, Superman, and Sealed and took first place. Well, really, I'm so. baffled by this. Any thoughts about what characters would go good with him, and what are some fun teams you would love to play but haven't? Your <laughs> huge fan, Connor. P.S. I think Cheez-Its are better in Chili. What ah. is wrong with the world? <laughs> you know what I had for dinner last night? These are the Cheez-Its and Chili. Drew Ocean, these are the end times. The end times. End of the world. Truly, it is upon us. <laughs> Let's pull up Mr. Mitzelplix and very briefly talk about him. He is a super rare, as Connor pointed out for everyone. His real name is unpronounceable. He has no keywords. So that right there, like we just said, he has no keywords. That's the only key to making a team with this guy. It actually makes things easier. You don't have to worry about making team team because you ain't making no damn team team if you're playing Mr. Mitzelplix. The only way you can really consistently make a team team with him is by playing an entity, as Austin just thought of. So, other than that, Jocasta. putting an entity on him and combo him, Jocasta won't work you have to have a robot or armor keyword. Um, Some sort of relic that gives him robot. <laughs> 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 sure. So, that basically opens up the floodgates. Play him with whoever you want. I mean, he's a, he's a great support piece, he obviously, sure because of that, you know, extra rolls. I honestly A little think... power he has that may be one of the best powers and traits in the game. But it's, it's really dumb. It's worth noting, though, that the dice replacement thing might actually have an abuse somewhere. Because I'm trying to think of all the characters that roll a d6 that can be re-rolled that you really want to hit or really want to roll low with. Like, there's a lot of characters that if they hit blades, they do something special. Absorbing Man. Absorbing Man, Man is the biggest one I can think of. Can't wait. He cannot re-roll it, though. Yeah. Um... I'm trying to think of ones that can re-roll that would be, like, you'd replace it with. Because it has to be a dice that can be re-rolled, doesn't it? Uh, let's read the trait for it and people who aren't yeah. familiar. Because I still have yet to see one in the wild. So oh, uh, lucky I'm bastard. sure some people haven't even seen one before. Uh, at the beginning of the game, roll a d6 that cannot be re-rolled. Place the rolled result on this card. Give Mitzelplix a power action if there is no d6. So if you've already used the d6, basically, that you got at the start. So that you can roll a d6 that can't be re-rolled and place, it on, place the rolled result on the card. Whenever any dice that can be re-rolled are rolled, including as part of a 2d6 roll, you may remove the d6 from this card and replace one of those die results with the rolled result from the d6. So basically, you can substitute in your d6 that you have on the card for any other d6 that gets rolled. And that's not within range, that's not line of fire, that's not, you just, you could be in your starting zone and you're all the way across the map. Yep. He also has a tiny size, um... 
phasing teleport he can face for free. Uh, 18, he, super, 18 senses. super senses, quintessence, so he can't be outwitted. Pulse waves from time to time on his dial, but instead of doing damage, it gives two action tokens. Um, play him with anything, honestly. Just yeah. pick pick some figures you've been wanting. Here, here's what I would do. Pick some figures that you've been wanting to play that are hard to make theme teams. You know who this guy would really fuck and over? Play him with him. Shatterstar. <laughs> Lock that one, and then they go to Blades for their first attack and replace the one. Yeah. Or make him miss the attack entirely. This guy's really good at these, dumb. I just like the idea of storing a five or six if you get... And then freaking... What's well, even better attack. is storing a one. And what then... about figures that take damage... They have good abilities, but then they take damage if they roll bad, like Void from Streets of Gotham, that yeah. type of thing. Oh, yeah. And you could just stash a, a three or four uh, or three five D or man. six or whatever. 3D man. And that way, if you do get a bad roll, yeah. then you're like, okay, Mental Plexus is going to take care of that for you. That's that? what I'm saying is like stuff like that. Um, Blades characters, heavy regen characters, anyone with a special free I would. That was actually oh. what I was thinking was like Vampire. Cosmic or, X-23. Uh, yeah, her... Um, Black, uh, the flash, the zooms that heal and have the free regen and all yeah. that stuff. That kind of... Yeah, that's here. That's... Any character that uses dice in the game. <laughs> <laughs> so all of them. Uh, Chris Britton. Hey guys, and Austin. Fuck you. I just listened to, <laughs> I just listened to this week's podcast after already sending you an email, so I apologize for the second one. I wanted to say that I finally recognized the song at the end of the show with certainty. It is Easy Living by Billie Holiday. That's right. I literally just got done playing Fallout, so I was excited about the coincidence. I also play the saxophone, which is the prominent instrument used in some versions of the song in place of the clarinet before Holiday starts singing. Bye, guys, and Austin. There's a version of that with the saxophone now. Bye, guys, and Austin. His other question was, do you guys drink and get pizza while recording every week? I don't drink, but I do get pizza basically I, every I week. I would drink and eat pizza every week. If I'm not on call, I do drink sometimes when we're doing it. Uh, pizza, we usually get after the podcast, actually, yeah. when we when everybody comes over. There was that one podcast, though, that is just... <laughs> yeah. There was also the podcast where Hunter drank himself silly while We've we had a couple of, uh, yeah, me getting wasted. We should have done today. It's like the one week I'm not on call. I could have oh. gotten white girl wasted. <laughs> Oh man, you could have freaking got Ugg boots. That's it's what I not too do. late. I have makers and Go Jack get your makers. Two feet behind me. Every time, every time we swear <laughs> by accident, we're doing this again. All right. Well, I'm gonna fix myself a drink while you guys answer number two. Then, do you think the new Civil War set will have a Quicksilver in it? The only regular universe modern version of him we have is from the Wolverine, the X Men, and he is just too damn expensive to get a hold of for what he brings to the table. I think it's possible. I mean, like, it's not something I would say is locked in, but I could see it. Yeah, Quicksilver's kind of... He's, uh... He's pretty recognizable. I mean... Well, we are, you know, getting an X-Men set. Yeah. Are we? We are. We I are. don't know. He's in the Brotherhood of Mutants, and they, you know... No, he's in the Inhumans. Oh, sorry, yeah. The Inhumans. We're getting an Inhumans set, guys. Are you excited? I'm so excited for cla- all new Inhumans. Coming 2016. Um, it should actually have like a big X Men name on there, and then in very tiny parentheses underneath, every, on every booster, say Inhumans. And the, and the keywords are all struck out on X Men and Brotherhood. It says Inhumans instead. When they finally get around <coughs> to making new versions of the Fantastic Four, what do you think they'll do with them? How would you build these character styles? That's a big question. That's a. Let's just uh, any 
Mr. Fantastic at this point, I would be happy with. Um, right. Because even the really good one, I just oh. I, I just recently played against Austin. Not no, we ago. just talked about this. Giant Reach 4. Giant, yeah. Give, I would, give Mr. Fantastic some kind of crazy Giant Reach power. I'd also like him to have some kind of cool plasticity power where, like... Plasticity is even better now. Give him something crazy. Like, within four squares of him... He scoops him. He's Anaconda. He don't give a shit. He scoops him he's up. My Anaconda weird. don't let hypersonic by. Um, the thing I'm less concerned about, because he still has some solid versions, hot dog cart thing is still worth 100 points. I'm going to imagine the thing might the, have super strength or some sort of defense power. The uh, Galactic, <laughs> Guardians. Galactic Guardians he's one's still good. pretty solid he's for pretty his good. points. Sue we could use a new one of. I feel uh, like they Johnny needs a remake more than all of them. Though, I feel like sure. they haven't captured Sue or Johnny's powers well. I'm just going to drink a whole entire glass of Maker's Mark 46. Oh, boy. Oh, buddy. That's I'm... a lot of alcohol. That is a lot of alcohol. And that's 90 proof. That's... Whew! And thus was the day Hunter Smith got cirrhosis <laughs> in one city. Yeah, it is the Smith family legacy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just fulfilling my destiny here on air. Number four, who do you think Star-Lord's dad is in the Marvel Comics universe? Gosh, I've seen this debate. It was me all along! <laughs> no. <laughs> There's the whole fact that they put his father up to they be They should do a Space random. Mari episode. <laughs> they should. Fucking <laughs> 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 Wesley Snipes as Blake. What if it's Dick Ryder? <laughs> what if Dick Ryder? Dick Ryder, yeah. What if it's Roy G. Bivolo? <laughs> what if it's... Oh, <laughs> from an alternate universe. He's one of his two dads. Five. <laughs> what if it's Thanos? If you've seen, if you, if you've seen both Netflix shows, Daredevil and Jessica Jones, which one did you prefer? I preferred the one I haven't seen yet. I prefer I Daredevil. I prefer Jessica Daredevil. I honestly think Jessica Jones is probably the better show. I could agree with that. Like the better overall show, I think Jessica's probably better. But my favorite is Daredevil because I. Love, love Daredevil that. took some getting off the ground. I feel like Jessica Jones, like two episodes in, and it was going. I feel but, like um, Jessica's also a lot easier for other people to get into who may not be huge yeah. comic guys. Um, it also handled, it's a good show. It handled its themes really well without being preachy, too, which is the other thing I really liked. And you know, the last time we talked about it on air, we talked about how. It was annoying how much sex is in the beginning of the show. I was bitching about it. But after those like th- first three episodes, it just falls off on that aspect. You get to see you know what so I mean? much Luke Cage. Yeah, it's like tons of sex. You're, as a man with jungle fever, you should be all over this. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Alright, that does it for the mailbag. Let's get into some news where we have a brand new announcement, which I'm sure most of you guys have probably heard at this point. Probably. So Hunter was like, oh, they're talking about no people. So let's go, here, let's flash back. All right. 2014. Whoa. We may have, actually, 2013, actually. We may have called it a few times. I don't know if we called this specifically. I did not no, think they were going to do this When they said that we were going to, when you, our fans asked us, what set do we want to see? We're oh. Like, oh, a Spider-Verse. We said Spider-Verse. That is but Spider-verse. we said, no, what Drew said was I would really like a superior foes set, and we both kind of laughed at the idea that they would never do that. Yeah, I'm surprised that it's called superior foes. This surprises me heavily, because let's go back to 2013. What was Drew Alderson's favorite comic book of the year? Sabretooth. That was all of our favorite comic books. It was a, yeah. yeah. I, I just listened to our 2013 and 2014 <laughs> yeah. awards to us. I love that. That was our pick. Fucking <laughs> <Look at> Airstrike. <laughs> 
the probation it's, officer. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> if you have not read that book, it's one of the best <laughs> things I've ever seen. It is amazing. Um, so, Superior Foes of Spider-Man set's coming. It is. Let's read the, the limited information we have. July 2016. Main set. Main set. July 2016. 16 comments. This is my birthday present. Oh, snap. This is my birthday 16 comments. 16 uncommons. How many rares do you think, Gerard? Uh, 16. 16. 16. <laughs> the new ratio, apparently, for WizKids sets. Uh, Triple 16, 16, 16 is the 16, number 16. of the beast for WizKids. 12 super rares and 6 chases. Jesus Christ, this set is just... They just... They're going to copy everything from Superman and Wonder Woman. The Superior 6 will be the chases. I can definitely see that. It would push Marvel's current... I really hope not. I really, really hope not. But uh, an important note here, uh, well, two important notes. One is that they tell us that it will feature a selection of both classic and contemporary spider villains, as well as the return of the Serpent Society. And then the second part is it will feature clicks, FX, bases, an easy way to track ongoing game and environmental effects. Oh, boy, what is this? Hold on. When we get to the Fast Forces... Yeah, we'll talk about that more. However, it's worth noting that that solicit does not say the number of boosters per set, and there was not a price increase. People expected a price increase. It stayed at one thirty. Let's check the that... solicit one more time, just to double check. The price is MSRP for one unit one twenty nine ninety, so it is still twelve ninety nine a booster. But as Austin said, it doesn't mention exactly how many. It just says two units per mesh part. I'm going to assume it's a 10 figure. So I'm assuming that. Or a 10 booster. But I'm saying it's been a while since we've got Marvel Super Boosters. What would they. Why would. No, nah, they won't. This is not the set for that. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, if anything, X Men would be the set for that. That's true. Fast Forces. Six Hero Clicks figures, all new dial designs, a rule sheet, and a Clicks FX base. A Clicks FX base. This, this is fast... not a feature. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just gonna say this is not a feature on a base. Like I thought right, maybe it that's was, what I thought. I thought too. maybe it was like the Mech I Warrior it was a new bases. Style of yeah. bases, basically. I thought it was like the Mech Warrior bases where they had the little heat gauge you turned. I thought it was something like that on there for keeping track of shit. No, Ooh. it is a separate side thing. There's some strong stuff. That's good though. It smells strong. Holy crap! This fast forks is packed. I'm getting drunk just sitting. It's an excellent product for new and established players, offered at an impulse-friendly price point of sixteen ninety-nine. Okay, you might as well just come out and say buy this shit for no reason. <laughs> Does not have a map, which is why fair. Starter well, decks for Magic and stuff are sixteen ninety-nine. No, no map, guys. Just oh shit. Let's point that out. Does have come with the rule sheet? Still no new PAC. Uh, just uh, in the part two of the interview, Zirin does say the next PAC will not be till most likely the end of 2016. Oh, huh, that's interesting. Um, 16.99 MSRP as usual. Spider-Man and his greatest foes. So it's most likely. I feel like it's got to be five Sinister Syndicate. And... I'll tell you what. I'm okay with the Sinister Six being the chases as long as that's what's in the. No, Fast the Forces. Superior Six. I mean the Superior Six being the. Uh, chases as long as that is yeah. what is the sadly well, I mean, we're also getting the, the we're getting the op kit that. with doc ock and all that stuff too. if if they pull well that's not exactly never mind uh dyson token packs and then a release day op kit which features three copies of one limited edition figure five copies of the double-sided map and that's it i have a question 
Do they usually advertise the OP kits as release day OP kits? I think so. Or are they saying that when the set comes out, they should do a little... I think this is their new um, way. Now that they do the separate the OP ones, kits, yeah. this is their new... That's what I was wondering. Movie. I thought it was a rebranding. I, I think, just that's, it was an interesting I think that's what it said on the Superman Wonder Woman. Uh, I mean, that's so kind of a cool one. idea. Like, oh, the new set's out. We should give out. So, yeah, 70 figures total, 16, 16, 16, 12 super rares, 6 chases, 4 primes. Um, what? 4 primes? I'm baffled. Fast forces, all that good at stuff. Least it's, at least, okay, so the Ultra Chase came and went. I don't know if anyone has, like, thought back yeah, to that. Like, yeah, it showed yeah. up, it disappeared, no one wants it, we haven't seen Ultra Chases since. What set was that? Was Trinity it Trinity War? War? It was Trinity War. I totally forgot they even did that, because I've never seen a White Rabbit in the wild. Jake well, I, I know Jake played. pulled one, but he, like, sold it, and we never, you know, Who did I play it? against the play did? I don't know, but it's sure. a really ignore, annoying figure. It, it is annoying. I'm just like, I'm kind of happy that Fed came and went. I mean, even as someone who buys to gamble, it was just. Uh, while we are while we are on the uh, the Spider-Man tip, we got the official dials for the OP kit that we had talked about a few weeks oh, ago. Oh, we did actually. Get yeah, all you didn't know that. No, I I missed this news bit. See, this is why I thought the thing. I thought it was just a rehash. Uh, one of these figures oh, gets yeah, the Drew Alderson seal of approval. Find out which oh. one. To tune in, it's folks. the middle one right there. Hold on, we need to go it's to commercial. We need to go to commercial to build the attention. Mysterio one's not the middle one. Okay, we're back. Let's see which uh, figure gets a Drew Alderson seal of approval. We have Doc Ock, Doc Ock Rhino. We have many advertisers do. <laughs> and Mysterio. We're no longer sponsored by Taco Bell. That's right. We're now sponsored by Maker's Mark 46. God, we need to play that Drink game. Drink Maker's Mark 46. This shit's pretty damn good. We need to play that game show, by the way, the crunchy potato cheesy. Is, is it Taco Bell? I could go for some Taco Bell right now. Actually, Taco Bell, come back to us. <laughs> Maybe come back. <laughs> Doc Ock has uh, brand new sculpt. Scientist and sinister syndicate keywords. He ignores elevated on movement. He's only 80 points. What? He has the sinister syndicate team ability, as all three of them do. And uh, 10 attack top dial... They all have to attack top dial. I was checking to see if any of them would be good to use that team ability with, but unfortunately not. <laughs> this trait is pretty cool, though. Arms of the octopus. Go figure. At the beginning of your turn. Not arms of the squid. Place up to two tentacle pair tokens on this card. What what tokens? Tentacle pair. All right. So I'll miss card. Maximum of two. Just in case you somehow wanted to try to put more than two on them. Modify as defense plus one for every tentacle pair token on this card. Give Doc Ock a power action. Remove one or two tentacle pair tokens from this card. And until your next turn, he can use Giant Reach. Lock, locks his damage at his printed value and can use Flurry once as a free action for each tentacle pair token you removed from this card. Wow. No moving attack, though. Starts with two clicks of plasticity, then his last four have sidestep. He also has uh, no dampeners on his entire dial. He goes willpower, willpower, and then four clicks of super So senses. since it's worded for each, it, it means that you can do the free action multiple times, right? Yes. So okay. you can do it twice. No, it's, one, one, it's sure it was... one free action. You can When you do the free action, you choose okay. either one That's what one I was wondering was. Because I know usually there's the whole can do two of the same free action. So I could, I could flurry twice by doing that if I remove both. Correct. Points. This guy, by itself, hmm. um, average figure... With resources, though, give him a little movement potential. attack. Potential. This guy's got potential. That trait's got some potential. 
Not too bad, because uh, he does have outwit on those first two clicks. So he get in six damage with that flurry, outwit the flurry, or actually more than that in one turn, because the flurry is a free action. So you can do your regular tech too. Um, he's got potential with resources. All right, get out the stamp. Get out the right. stamp. Oh, we got that stamp. The seal of approval. Here we go. Rhino. I can't see shit. <laughs> <laughs> he okay. can't either. He's got that fucking max. That's okay. He's also the bane. So Rhino's only 90 points. He's got Indom. Uh, he's also got a trait. At the beginning of your turn, place up to two momentum tokens. Momentum pair tokens. Momentum pair tokens. <laughs> They're all about the pairs. <laughs> On this card. Oh, that's not nice to Drew. <laughs> Maximum two. Modify Rhino's defense value by plus one for each momentum token on this card. You may give Rhino a free action to remove one or two momentum tokens. What? Not three. From this card. For each momentum token used, uh, removed. Modify Rhino's speed and damage values by plus one this turn. If both momentum tokens are removed, Rhino can use uh, charges through blocking destroying. That's cool. Uh, so he can remove his tokens to get like a little mini bonus to his charging, or remove both to get a super bonus. Notice that notice, I'm gonna wreck it. Notice that, please notice. I'm noticing. It also increases his damage value. Oh, yeah. hot damn! Okay, we're getting into this. Oh dear God! I didn't yeah, see his yeah, top dial damage. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Rhino has a special movement ability. Rhino can use charge. He can use it normally, or he may not have his speed value and when he does he can use uh ignores hindering and must move in a direct line hot damn okay so here's here's what you do you somehow give him exploit you line him up you charge (laughs) and you hit him for six exploit you remove both your momentum tokens you charge nine squares you you hit him for six it's not hard to give exploit when we got the scissors that's right we got that scotty's hammer that's right Scotty doesn't know. We got these things called entities. I mean, this uh, guy has a four damage top dial. I mean, he's got low defense values because he's got to be weak he has some, Yeah, he's got to be weak somewhere. And he's a ninety point figure within them. But this guy can literally cripple an entire just, just fucking jerk off on him. I love this figure. This is a good figure. I like I'm it. used to taking a few lumps. Is what his yeah. invul powers. Yeah, is. Austin knows. I gotta, I gotta mix some coke in with this. <laughs> You're gonna end up dead. Strong. I'm eating at the same time because otherwise I'll pass out before we even get to Whitelam Wars. All right. Mysterio. Mysterio. Austin Smith. I love this. Mysterio Mysterio loves guys in fucking tight spandex suits. Fishbowl head. Fifty points. Sinister Syndicate. Uh, Top dollar. You're looking at a six movement stealth, ten attack, smoke cloud, sixteen defense, super senses, and a two damage perplex. Four range, one bolt, no other combat. Sentence. He's only fifty points, though. Only fifty points. That's the one thing to keep in mind. His trait. He begins the game with two illusion tokens. I see a running theme here. Also. Do you see a running? I do. Theme? How many uh, two illusion pair tokens? Right. Sorry, yeah. two illusion pair, pair tokens. Pair tokens. Modify Mysterio's defense value by plus one for each illusion token on this board. That's eighteen mm. on top for a fifty that point figure. That's not bad. Yeah. Give Mysterio a power action to remove one or two. That sounds familiar too. From this card to place an adjacent, to place adjacent that many Mysterio illusion bystanders as de- as described on this card. Mm. So you give him a power action, you remove the tokens, and you get bystanders. That's cool. That's cute. When each of these bystanders is KO'd, place an illusion token back on his card. Actions used by Mysterio illusion bystanders don't count towards your action token. Oh, we've been seeing a lot of that. Don't count towards I your like action token. I like this guy. Yeah, and he's got a second trait. Mysterio can use Mastermind, but only to transfer damage to Mysterio Illusions. Oh, hot damn. 
So they finally hit those damn illusions, and or they finally hit Mysterio, and he just bounces the damage to the illusions and gets plus one defense. I'm digging it. Yep. Uh, the illusions themselves are six movement phasing. In is that an in cap zero zero attack? So you have to crit hit. Oh yeah. Oh wait, they don't have sinister. Yeah, they do have sinister syndicate. You have to crit hit or should be adjacent to somebody. To Mysterio, who is going to be masterminding to them. Yep. Um, zero range though. Uh, 14 defense naked with a shape change. So, I mean, like, their defense is kind of... Fun fact, this is, like, the first bystander token with team ability we've gotten in, like, years. Yeah. So um, it's like old Alfred Pennyworth and... They the, don't, oh, yeah, God. Yeah, they have a zero point value, no set number, so you can't play them on their own, sadly. That would have been cool. Just I dig it for only 50 points. It's yeah. not bad. It's a nice little um, situation to your Sinister Syndicate team. Down dial on third and fourth click, he hits poison shape change. Mm-hmm. Yep, and a naked defense. You know, I'm not hating on uh, Doc Ock, but the other two are far better than Doc Ock, I think. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's just cool to get a Doc Ock. It is, it is. I mean, to be fair, anytime someone can make four attacks in one turn, it's usually pretty beefy. All right. Speaking of beefy, let's get down to the meat and taters. Sponsored by Taco Bell. (laughs) Let's get, let's get down to the meat and taters. God, our fans just need to like bombard Taco Bell's Twitter and be like, you guys should sponsor Dial H. They talk about you every week. 2015 Dial H Awards. Here we go. Bonanza. See, I don't know the rest of it. See, I watched Bonanza. God, I watched so much of it growing up. I didn't have a choice. I only watched it because my grandpa watched it. I know, right? I got hit a lot as a kid, so I don't remember much. Take me to my grandma's house all the time. She'd want to watch his Bonanza. I'm like, please, God, no. Before we start, if you're interested and you want to check out our previous award shows for the 2013, that was episode number 28. Wow. So long ago. For the 2014, that was episode number 78. It wow. Is, it is worth so noting. So long ago. Like a, I'm sorry, I was going to say, like a fine wine, we've we've aged with time, so these are not going to be... We've aged with Best time. Best Bonanza character. We've gotten better with well age. Sorry. With time. <laughs> Best Bonanza character. Yes, Austin, it's true. We have aged with time. <laughs> we have aged. This much, we are Well, sure. you guys have. I mean, as an immortal, it's kind of a little different for me. So, when we bring up these categories, I will Out of anyone up, here, you are the least immortal. I will bring. I still look like I'm 16. The previous winners. I got called. Someone was like, "Are you just out of high school?" And I'm like, "No." Really awkward. First category. So, oh, before we start, how we did this, guys, is you guys get to decide the candidates. When we ask on Facebook and Twitter for your input on the categories, we take the ones that get the most votes and put them in the trash can and add them to ones that we are already <laughs> considering. Pick at random, <laughs> and that that determines the candidates. Then we try to justify shitty decisions. That's right. Who do we sound like? It is the us. Normally. We're the whiz kids of award shows. <laughs> Here, I'm gonna hide this so I want to see if you guys can guess some things. All right, so the first category is the Marvel support figure of the year. Who do you think was the winner in 2013? Um, Brother Voodoo. Some, oh, that's a I'll good go guess. i Brother Voodoo as well. That's a good guess. Brother Voodoo was second. What? Ah! He came in second to this short bearded man. Spoiler! Split uh, split that's right, it's the book. Who do you think was the 2014? Sabretooth. No, no, it wasn't Sabretooth. <laughs> <laughs> good guess, though. <laughs> This is how I know Hunter's drunk. There was no scathing insult. <laughs> it was just a goofy move on. <laughs> Here's some sets we got in 2014 for all you listeners out there. We got Flash, 
Oh. Guardians of the Galaxy, War of the Light, and Deadpool. Turtle. And Slosh. That was a hell of a year last year. Last year was a great year for Heroclix. Great year for Heroclix. It was probably the best, honestly. Looking back, probably the best. Who who was the the Marvel winner for last year? Best Marvel support piece out of those sets. Oh, God, I have no idea. I don't want to feel like an idiot, so I don't want to guess. You ever make me feel stupid if I guess wrong? I have the answer, so yes. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know, Hunter Smith. <laughs> this guy is an agent. Oh. Is it Agent 13? Bill. Yeah. Bill, Agent of Oh, Bill. Was our Marvel Bill. support figure last year. Some. This year. You look like an idiot now. Suck it. This year, the candidates are Fast Forces Fitz slash Henry, because they come together, obviously, Manifold, and Jarvis. All good candidates. Uh. But there can only be one winner. This was a pretty unanimous decision. So if you guys want to follow along with this, obviously go to hcrealms.com, pull up the unit section, pull up these figures as you go. And then write us an angry email about how our decisions are wrong and everything we do sucks. We are going to cover Fitz and uh, Henry one time because we'll be talking about him multiple times on this episode, I'm assuming. Fitz, uh, only 50 points, shield, keyword, and TA, has TK, brings in Henry for free. What does Henry do? Well, he's just annoying he little shit. captured someone with Henry once. Henry can empower and enhance and phases around. He's just a little annoying. The Monkey fish. Joe of 2015. And Fitz also gets perplexed later in the dial, too. Uh, so we had Fitz slash Henry. Manifold, who carries your basically your whole team. He has TK. Later he gets prob. He can give the people he carried bonus defenses. Great figure for Avengers team. And then Jarvis, who cleans... You know, cleans the map off while you're playing with that little broom. Yeah, man. He's like the role of the Marvel Universe. Let you ignore hindering and stuff. So, our third place out of these three candidates ended up being Mr. Jarvis. Jarvis! He just didn't tidy up quite as, as much as we had anticipated. <laughs> was a little slacking. Get a little old osteoporosis setting in. And Seven. then, uh, Manifold... Drank his milk. <laughs> drank his milk. Manifold came in second, leaving... Fitz and Henry to win by one. Wow, vote. what a surprise. They're so what good. a surprise. So good. So good. So good. As I said, I think we'll be talking about them multiple times. That's right. Uh, DC support the is our next category. The D sizzle. Winner of 2013. Um some some sets we had, ladies and gentlemen, in 2013 when you're trying to figure out who the DC support figure would have been. Uh, for DC we have Batman Arkham Origins. Not very many good support figures from that set, obviously. Uh, Everything else is Silver Age at this point, so we have to go all the way back. Teen Titans. We had Teen Titans. And uh, that's it for DC. Um, I'm going to give you a hint. It's from Teen Titans. Austin. Yes. Best 2013 DC support piece. It's from Teen Titans. Jinx. Yes. Oh, yeah. You are correct. 2014. Oh. Best DC support piece. What's that? We had Slosh, War of the Light, and Flash. Um, Hell of a year for DC. Who's that Turtle. chick? That, no. Decent guess. Who's not, that chick? That not goes? correct though. You are forgetting one cool cat. <laughs> Sabertooth. Like, no. Uh, <laughs> good guess. It's a cat from the Ice Age. I, I thought, thought he was hinting. I gave you a huge <laughs> hint. <laughs> Yeah, I, that was a, <coughs> one cool cat. Catwoman. He's got, he's got the blues. 
He's so cool. Blue cat. Blue lantern recruit. Oh, yeah. The cheetah. You know what I thought about that? I was like, Blue lantern recruit was our 2014 one. I remember that. All right. This year we have Fast Forces Atomica at only 25 points. You're going to be hearing her name a lot today. Uh, she's pretty cute. What was cute. that, Austin? That's about all she does. She's just, she's just fucking what cute. What were you drinking? Coke Zero, because I'm a bitch. Coke Zero. You want some, uh, uh, you want some Maker's Mark 46? No, I'm totally good. <laughs> Jesus. It's good shit. Do you remember the whole speech, uh, the whole spiel I just gave out getting hit a lot as a child? When Atomica isn't <laughs> part of a crime syndicate theme team, each time you use theme team props, each opponent adds one to their pool instead. She doesn't give a shit. So basically she's just a force of free prob and a 19 tie-up, and she's tiny size, so she can get in there for free. Yep. Really good figure. Uh, really good team ability. She's like Drew, she's tiny size, so she gets in there for free. <laughs> At least I've gotten in there, Austin Smith. Well played, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say Austin had a sick burn, but that was pretty damn good comeback. Uh, 85 point Batman. We're going to talk about this cutie a lot today, too. Uh, I hate this figure. Basically, this is... can do whatever he wants, just like the real Batman. <laughs> this is the epitome of everything I hate about Batman in a Hero Clicks figure. Why do you hate Batman? Has outwit, perplex, prob, can get any attack or damage power he wants. He's really fucking good. Uh, this guy, really good. Hat, a new entra- uh, new entrant into the mix. A gauntlet of hat. Only 45 points, and he has a trait. Once per turn, you can either give him a free action and choose a standard attack power, or give him a power action and choose a standard damage power, and he can use that until your next turn. So obviously he's providing TK, outwit, per, prop, whatever you need. Support. Support, good, good, good addition there, Mr. Austin Smith. General Lane, another figure we the really The General. Liked. Call him for a safe Give you some car insurance. That's an Indiana reference. Police. Somebody, somebody <laughs> will get it. <laughs> Chris Britton will get it. He lives ready, right there. I feel like that's bound to happen. Police team ability, 40 points, sidestep. It's like Bob Rorman jokes. Uh, General Lane and adjacent friendly characters can use Superman enemy team ability. He's a really good figure. Unfortunately, while he's a really good figure, he could not cut it into the top two. Hat came in fourth. General Lane came in third. Second place it was Atomica. Oh. Batman won by one vote. Because oh. Batman always wins. That's right. Just too good. Too many options. Too and better keywords. Better keywords. That's, that's, important, that's, that's too. important. But who cares? Just get that free prop. All right, guys. Why Here's, do you need Crime Syndicate when you can free? Or we got some more guesses for you. Best figure for their point cost. Best attacker for their point cost from the Marvel Universe. 2013, we had Invincible Iron Man, Amazing Superman, uh, Amazing, Amazing Spider-Man, Superman. <laughs> and uh, um, there was one other Marvel, uh, Fear Yourself. Hannibal King. Yeah, that wasn't it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ghost Rider, probably, I don't know. Not a bad guess. He was, he was considered, he did not win, though. Oh, okay. Gosh. From the Marvel Universe? Marvel Universe. Best secondary attacker? No, best attacker for their point cost. Just all-around super good figure. All-around super good figure. Number one, fantastic, super good. It's it's an invincible Iron Man figure. Apologies to our Asian listeners out there. I was just saying the sets are Amazing Spider-Man. No, uh, I'm saying the figure is from Invincible Iron Man, isn't it? I'll give you a hint. We actually did two separate categories that year. We did less than 100 and more than 100. Less than 100 was from Amazing Spider-Man. Brother Voodoo. Brother Voodoo. More than 100 was from Invincible Iron Man. Yeah. 
The figure. Silver Centurion? Silver Centurion. Yeah. Good wonder. I forgot. In 2014, we had the closest category. (laughs) We had almost a fucking, like, three-way tie, but one man stood one vote over Banshee. That man's name. The Shatterstar. Shang-Chi. <laughs> All right, Shang-Chi. So, Brother Voodoo and Shang-Chi, previous winners of this category this year. This year. It was a runaway victory for... I wonder who it could be. Balls of Fury, Nick Fury, Super Rare, zero fifty six. Who recently won me a sealed? Uh, yes. Yeah. My team was Nick Fury and Superman. Other entrants were Age of Ultron Hulk and Age of Ultron, the Ultron chase with the, all the arms. Goro Ultron. Goro Ultron. The one who does not need to be named. Don't Nick worry. Fury easily won that category. Now, a much, easily. a much more competitive. In fact, you'll see how competitive here in just a moment. Best for their points from DC. All right. Who do you think from 2013 when we had Teen Titans and Teen Titans and Teen Titans? <laughs> That's a, God. Less than 100 uh, points from Teen Titans. Gizmo. Robin. <laughs> Robin was in there. So was Gizmo. Not uh, neither one of them won. Oh man. It was Jinx, as you guys brought up earlier. Oh yeah. Over 100 points. I'll go ahead and tell you because you're not going to get it. Yeah. Deathstroke. Yeah. There were not very many good entries. <laughs> I would not say. that Deathstroke's bad by any means. He's very good. He's not that great though. <coughs> not a, he's a winner though. Not an award winner. But in 2013, the overall winner was Jinx. 2014, huh? Uh, in 2014, we had Flash. We had... Um, oh, shit. My memory's foggy. We didn't have... War of the Light. Uh, War of the Light and... One more. Uh, Went too far. Slosh. I'm going to say... Best figure for the points. Weaponer. Ooh, good guess. I like it. I like it. Not the winner, uh, but I like whew. it. I don't even know if he was the finalist. It was a hell of a year for DC last it year. It was, it was. The entire entity category. It was someone from the Flash side. We didn't include it. Is it Zoom? Zoom? Purpose. Is it Black oh, yeah, that's Zoom? right. I forgot we did that. No. No? Okay. Black Lantern Zoom's from Flash, not War Life. Flash. He said it was from Flash. Flash set. Amazing figure for the Are you the drunk one, or is he the... No, no, no he's not. I'm not drunk yet. Okay, yeah. This is what, this is what Hunter Smith said last time. How am I drunk? And he was all rosy-faced, just fucking slurring his words. There's like three hits off of it. Yeah. Hits? Are you drinking, or are you doing cocaine? Um, I don't know, Hunter Smith. Who is it? One KC Flash. Oh yeah, he's, yeah, a, he's a fucking asshole. So previous winners, Jinx and KC Flash. This year, Trinity War Batman, Faust. Who? I, yeah, the best figure. I mean, and yeah. Artemis. This was, this was uh, the closest voted category. We'll say right, that there was actually a tie. There's a tie. Third place went to Artemis, and Batman and Faust tied. Fuck that Batman. Dead even. Dead even. We'll let them share the votes. I'm Congratulations, sure. Batman and the true winner, Faust. Yep, okay. <laughs> Previously, we had Best Prime. Obviously, 2013, Brother Voodoo. All right. 2014, though. I want you guys to take a crack at this one. 2014. Now, this is from any set, not just Marvel or DC. Any set, Best Prime. We had. Is it Captain Marvel? Captain Marvel. I can see that one. So previous winners, Brother Voodoo and Captain Marvel. This year... Right on one. Right on new one. We had Nighthawk, Peggy, and Freddie Freeman. Oh, boy. Nighthawk and Peggy are so good. That is true. And that is why Freddie got third. (laughs) After getting (laughs) fingered. Freddie got fingered. (laughs) Freddie, I love you, buddy. 
It was a heated race and internal debate here between us three. It was. On whether it should be Who Maggie we, or Nighthawk. Who did we decide? Blood was spilled. Uh, uh, Drew decided. I decided. On Nighthawk. I did. Austin and I gave the slight nod to Peggy. They gave it to Peggy. And I love Peggy Carter. I love both figures. Here's my thing. I think Nighthawk has but, the best ability. Oh, yeah, for But sure. Hunter was present when... I it, think Peggy's the best overall figure. Yeah. This but, is fair. I think she's... She, her attack capability is what what puts her ahead, in yeah. my opinion. I think just every everything about her is good. It's not like there is no weakness on this figure. Yeah. I mean, like Hunter was present when Peggy was the downfall of a Thanos. So me and a him, three hundred and fifty points. Yeah, she's yeah. Dumb. So me and Hunter <laughs> are on the same wavelength. She's stupid. I a category it. that was not close at all. Not close at all. Best set of the year. Oh, wonder who won this. 2013. Who? What do you think was the best set? Um, 2013. Amazing Spider-Man. I'm going to say Amazing Spider-Man. It was, indeed, Amazing Spider-Man. Last year, though, was a close, uh, very close race. It was 2014, we had Slosh, Deadpool, War of the Light, Guardians of the Galaxy Comics, Guardians of the Galaxy Movie, Flash. Hell of a year for... Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Galaxy. I'm say Guardians of the Galaxy. Comics? Yeah. yeah it was. Same here. It was a one vote over the Flash set. I remember voting for Flash because I love. I remember voting for Guardians. Uh, this year, Homer. We know we narrowed it down to Nick Fury and Trinity War, and Wild both, Tri- both, both amazing. deserving. Uh, any other year, I think Trinity War might, would have probably won. This year, but the, Nick Fury was, was a such a damn good upset. set. Good sculpts, good character choices, amazing generics. I think the minion sets it up. The the generic set it apart. And that's the same thing that I think set Guardians apart too. Yeah, when we look exactly. back on it, yeah. Exactly. And then Amazing Spider Man had great minions too, like Yep. And it had the best piece ever. Brother Hoodoo. Living Mummy. <laughs> born a shaman. I was man. born a shaman, man. So this year our winner unanimously was uh, Nick Fury set. Best and worst sculpt? Uh, well, let's do best sculpt first. We did not do this in 2013, but last year it went to uh, KC Flash. Two-time two, two time winner, KC Flash. Apparently. This year, Black Lantern Flash for that. our candidates for best sculpt are Lady Thor, Namor, and Rick Jones. And this was a very heated debate. The three were separated each by one vote. Third place... With Lady Thor. Second place was old water penis himself, Namor. Water penis, huh? And first place was Rick Jones. Uh, Rick Jones is one of those sculpts where it's hated or love it, you know? It's okay. I, I, I want to I wanna give that sculpt a bonus award, which is the WizKids Sculpt Reuse Award, because they got away with using an old Captain America sculpt coming out of that portal without having to make a new cap using that sculpt. Clever use. I personally did like Namor. Everybody else liked it. I loved it. It was okay. Voted for it. I did like Lady Thor, and that was actually my number one pick, but you guys... I thought Lady Thor was overrated. Rick Jones was really good. Lady Thor looks very good in person, I think. I used to have one. No one voted King Thor. uh, It was a possible candidate on uh, our Facebook. A couple people voted for it, but... Those people are saints. We have to go with the ones that got the most. Worst sculpt. Last year was... Indigo Recruit, the bat that yep. always is bent when you open it out of your yep. booster. This year... Holding our, the floppy piece. <laughs> yes. This year, our candidates are Tigra from Age of Ultron, Peggy Carter, unfortunately, 
and every suit, every Wonder Woman from the Superman and Wonder Woman set, and Superman actually, yeah, yeah pretty much, almost every figure from that set, pretty much, except Faust. God bless his soul. That jacket is so goddamn fresh. <laughs> Fucking fresh. The unanimous winner. <laughs> I love you. The, the unanimous winner was Tigra. Yeah. Does a tiger shit in the woods? The answer. That's what Whiskids <laughs> attempted the answer. <laughs> so play it on Lord of the Rings map and you can find out for yourself. Best Fast Forces or Starter Set figure. Hmm. We did not do that in 2013, but last year it was Mercy from uh, Thunderbolts. Yeah, at 50 points. This year it's much more closely uh, close combatants between FF Fitz, who won Marvel support, and Atomica, who came one vote shy of winning DC support. Those two, and then Hulk. I don't know who put him in there. Uh, a lot of people, a lot of our listeners voted for the Hulk. You're wrong. We, however, <laughs> thought they were wrong. Drew Alderson <laughs> votes for Dr. Fate. And we could not decide between Fitz or Atomica. Is it a tie? The winner, by one vote, was Atomica. Personally voted for Fitz. Well, you're I'm a homer, sure you so you, know, you, you watch that show, you beat I feel that it. shield, no, I don't watch it, I don't like it. I feel that the shield <laughs> keyword is what sets him apart. Shield is really super good right now. I just feel like 25 points for Atomica's. Hunter Smith, not drunk, everybody. <laughs> Dropping papers. Generic of the year. Last year was Blue Recruit, obviously. Blue obviously, Recruit. Uh, my boy. Blue Recruit kicked some ass last year in he's, that category. He's a stupid figure. He's... This year, this was uh, very heavily debated on the candidates. On, I mean, if you look on our Facebook page at the on the day that we asked for Best Generic, You'll see at least like a dozen figures listed. This was the year of the generics for sure. That's what we should. Beautiful year. Twenty fourteen. That's the title for this year's year. Twenty fourteen was the year of hero clicks. Best year in hero clicks. Twenty fifteen. Twenty thirteen. Year of the generics. Year of the generics. No, twenty thirteen was the year of the team base. Uh, The Justice League. This is true. (laughs) The team base. Just the team base. So we ended up giving the candidate candidacies to Mermaid. Mermaid. This is one that didn't get a lot of votes on the Facebook page. It got a couple. Uh, but we personally added it in because we have seen firsthand how incredibly powerful they are. And uh, I think it's only a short time before they creep their way into... I feel like the listeners that are looking years. at Mermaid are like, it's not that good. <laughs> they just don't know. Look at Lori Lamaris with it as well. Bodyguard. Shield Bodyguard. Shield Paranormal and Hydra Recruit, who I've sung the praises of multiple times. You're yeah. on the show. Yeah. He's a not bad Thule Society priest. That's right. Fourth place went to Paranormal. I like that. Third place went to Son of the Serpent. Went to Hydra Recruit, which was my first place vote. So I like that. If that tells you anything, my first place vote only got third. This was a heavily debated uh, category. Second place. Second place. And first place. Are the same because it's a tie between Mermaid and Shield Bodyguard. Mermaid Shield, is two ties this year. Okay, so let's 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 think this. You 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 see these stupid fucking mermaids like working their way over towards you, right? Oh, there's nothing you can do. There's nothing. Let me tell you why there's nothing. Let's let's tell the people, Drew. All right. Let's tell the people. So you don't spread the word. More people will play it. <laughs> you bring these stupid fucking mermaids over. <laughs> And you're like, oh, I can just shit on these real no problem, right? 
Because the last thing that crosses your mind is these are jihad mermaids. <laughs> you do not think these mermaids are from an Arab American descent. <laughs> what is that? Why do you gotta that... be Arab American? Why can't it just be Middle Eastern? Middle Eastern descent. <laughs> They're not Red Sea mermaids. That's While your we're first speaking thought. of Middle Eastern and females and bombs. What was the South Park episode where what's her face has a bomb in her cooch? She's got a Hillary snooch. Clinton. What was the She's word they use? A snooch in her cooch it's or something? Snook in her. Snook. Snook in her snitch. Snook in her snitch. These mermaids are all packing snooks. Every one of them. Nukes they are their, walking gamma bombs. Snooks in their snooks. It's, it's a horrible ordeal to go through. What they do is when they die and Lori Lamaris is on the fucking map, doesn't matter, like... Doesn't matter where she's yeah, at. Doesn't matter where she is, as long as she's on the map. As period. long as she's on, so she could be in the starting zone, which is where people I know named Harry Dempsey kept her. Which is where everybody I've seen play kept her, obviously. Obviously, water. you play her on water maps, right? Yes. Who do we know that Austin said would be meta that could place barrier on water? That does Sarah that. Rainmaker. No, it's a bad idea. That's a really bad, it's a bad idea. idea because you're full of shit. One of the biggest problems with Mermaid is she's only 33 points. And you make a theme team of her and Lori Lamaris, who also, by the way, only costs 45 points. You can fit like nine of these fucking things on a 300-point trigger. What she uh, does. Which gives you plus nine to map. Which means you always hit map. Let's turn her Smith. When they die... Or you just take a bucket of water. So you got theme, because you're an asshole. When Lori Lamaris, or a friendly character named Mermaid, is KO'd... By an opposing character. Opposing characters within five squares, which is... That's a lot. That's a lot of... Five squares. That's a lot of squares. Radiating around it, so a ten-square section. Yeah. From a 33-point figure. Yep. Uh, is KO the KO character, and they're occupying water drain? Well, let's see. Uh, I got uh, I theme. had a plus nine to map, so... Got theme. Uh, okay. Oh, yeah. Good luck. <laughs> they're, e- they're each dealt two penetrating damage. Not normal? Not normal. Mm. See, this is how the freaking grunts from freaking the Iron Man 3 set should have been. No. Yes. No, they really shouldn't. No, they really shouldn't have. <laughs> no their their way is like, if I hit my last click and I survived. This is turn, worse than the science police. On top of that, uh, Lori, on top of that, they have sidestep and, oh, they're way worse than science police. I oh, think. yeah. Yeah. Lori Lamar's Science police. Don't deal two penetrating damage when they die, Austin. This is true. And they don't in-cap you all the time with an 11 attack, and there's nothing you can fucking do about it. On top of all this. Show me on the ground. Show me on the doll where the... Right on the deck. Lori Lamaris' trait. Why are you mad? Is when she occupies water terrain, she has dolphin and modifies her defense plus two when she begins an action in water terrain, modify her speed value plus two. You'll notice a similar trait of buffing defenses on the mermaids themselves. Huh. So, first of all, if you go after Lori first, she's going to be barricaded in by mermaids. <coughs> so let's say you get past the mermaids, you're trying to hit a 19 defense. On a 45-point figure. On a 45-point <laughs> figure. Then you're attacking this mermaid, and if you have willpower by any shape or form, uh, they will be 18s yep. for a 33-point figure. And guess what? And toughness. You, and guess what? When you kill Lori, you're still taking that two-penetrating damage. That is correct. Because fuck yourself. <laughs> The mermaids have sidestep as well. What's and the... if you play them on the Trinity War map that's all water, what does it give? If you have the dolphin symbol, you plus get plus two, two movement. Yeah, plus two movement. What's uh, Lorelei's, or Lore, whatever her name is, what's her, uh, what's the wording on the trade exactly for the bombs? 
when Lori or a friendly character named mermaid is KO'd by an opposing character. Okay, I thought it was checking for like a mermaid keyword or something. Opposing characters no. within five of the KO'd character. Occupying water are dealt to penetrating damage. So you know what you do? You arm up a Nick Fury mermaid hunter and you put him across the map and sniper from ten squares away. Yeah, and then they all tie you up and who gives a shit, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm just saying that's the best option I can think of. But anyway, her and bodyguard tied first. Last category, worst figure of the year. Here we go, the big one. Last year, it was Crib. I agree. No surprise there. I would vote Crib again this year if I could. (laughs) Actually, you know what? Let's do it. Yeah, it's Crib this year, too. (laughs) This year was actually uh, an interesting category, I thought. An interesting category. We had Signal Man, who I completely forgot existed. (laughs) I own 12 of them. I can't forget it. Son of the Serpent. Tess One. I hate you all. And War Machine. Now, Drew, why do you hate everyone? Because Tess One does not deserve this. He's done me nothing but good. He's such a good Battle Royal piece. Like, yeah, does he suck? Like, yes. But in Battle <laughs> Royals, this guy is a monster. Like, you tell me you roll onto that 10 penetrating and just fucking, like... Oh, Stand there because you don't have moving attack. That's right. You only have five range. You know what? This guy's a fucking monster, I'm telling you. He's got, like, eight clicks for Drew. free. You know, it's... He does it. have a long dial and lots of dampers. I will give him What I want to look much. at is the Drew Alderson Dictionary, and I want to look up the definition of monster, because it says test one, but I'm pretty sure someone scribbled out all the rest of the crap and wrote test one. He's got joke. ranged combat expert at top dial. He's got some decent values. He's... <laughs> well, I would not play this piece on a team ever. Yes, you are Let's correct. go ahead. I would not play it. <laughs> <laughs> but in a battle royal... Let's go ahead and uh, and you know place him in the ring. Give Drew some credit. Test one came in last in the vote. That's fucking right. Meaning it was the better of the four. <laughs> That's not saying much. Next was War Machine for Major what? Ultron. What? Because I figured Austin. So let's get this straight. Your your favorite character. I know. Is, I shit below, all over this War Machine. Don't even. Test one. Here's why I thought War Machine was actually the better of all four of these, including Test Oh, he's definitely the better. I agree. Is while he's a bad figure for the points, he has more potential than any of the four. And for a resource sure. fixes his problems. Because resources so easily fix his problems. And the ID card adds a lot to his playability. But we well. all hate Austin Smith on this podcast. This is true. Which, which so, I'm sure which Trump's logic. influenced Drew's vote. Yes. I voted... <laughs> War Machine, the second worst figure of the year. <laughs> Behind the next figure. So, second place went to Signal Man. See, I voted War Machine second place. Signal I think Man Signal Man. Like, like an 80s I think pop Signal band. Man personally is way better than War Machine. <laughs> so there's no fucking way. You know what the thing about Signal Man is? I don't think he's a god awful dial. He's not the worst. You know, I think their previous years of Hero Clicks. Where a signal man would have went un uh, no unnoticed. no look at this dial and tell me what... he's okay yeah he's okay he's got a wit at least you know whatever I'll <laughs> do uh, not on top dial he but, has you know, one damage the whole dial that, that's he's got a wit that's a fair criticism I'll give you that <laughs> he's a ten attack in cap one damage my point no is I think there are previous years where figures on the same caliber as signal man. Would have not made it into our topic. Why? This was a hell of a year for Hero Clicks in terms of just solid, solid sets. Yeah, everything well, was. Why does playable. he have Pulse Wave on his last click with an eight know. attack, one damage? <laughs> so, so that one day 
you can go home to your family. Say, I you hug you and kiss. Man. You hug your wife and you kiss her, and you're like, "Honey, I killed someone with a signal man," and you just get a hand job right there. That's how modern families work, right? Uh, who's kidding? Why is my wife why, giving me a hand job? Why do you job? just want a handy? <laughs> I don't know. I don't Low expectations. <laughs> Settles for a Jaggers from his wife. That's, that's his, no, it's not angry, that's so his, it's not what, a Jaggers. That's what are the title we, of we 14? His, that's the title of his book, Austin Smith, Low Expectations. <laughs> I like that. What am I, 14? My autobiography. Seriously, come on, man. I'm not in the. I'm not behind the dumpster anymore at the Dairy Queen. All right, let's, go. let's get real. How'd you know it was a Dairy Queen? Worst figure of the year. Oh God, true. Son of the Serpent. Thirty-three points. Not a great figure. What made it even funnier was I was like, I think you could justify this, and then I took another look at him after Hunter beat me over the head, and I was like, No, no he's fucking. There's no, no savior. They're bad. Even if you play a bunch of. <coughs> uh, here's the thing, though. If there was a higher point, if they ever make. A higher point son of the serpent figure that in some way incorporates them with a minion power or something like that. I think like we take them off. Of I think dragon. we redeem next year we redeem them. We say Son of the Serpent is no longer the worst figure. Signal Man has now taken over the mantle, or fuck it, Crib is two to two years running. <laughs> two years running. War machine winner <laughs> Demoted. Uh but yeah, Son of the Serpent You missed my joke, huh? Thirty three points of shit. I said I hope I hope that like if they do make a Son of the Serpent high point figure, it's called like the Grand Dragon or something like it that. It actually is called the Grand it Dragon. It is? Yeah. <laughs> They're Woo! Go me by accident. It's so hard to think of that, you know. Make put two and two together. Wizards, dragons, who knows what's going on with this place. They're kind of the KKK. They actually are the KKK of the Marvel well, Universe. Well, considering they pick colors on dials. They're racist. <laughs> That's <laughs> what, what makes... They're honestly, the KKK of the Marvel Universe. I do want to hand it to the WizKids designer who made that association of picking colors and getting bonus damage against them. Because that was clever. It is. It's even called Incite Hatred. They even left the word race out of it. Here it goes. Oh, man. Fun Fun uh, category every year. I wish we would have done it in 2013 so we could have picked Shit on that again. No, it was Crib in 2013 because the badness was so bad ahead of time. One of these years we'll realize that Crib has always been around. We just never really realized it. (laughs) What if there's a figure that's worse than Crib and we don't know what's coming? Crib would have probably been a great figure back in the day. (coughs) I'm sure people will send us in tons of super old figures that are way worse than Crib. Yeah. For their point value. You don't understand Daredevil from Infinity Challenge is way worse. There wasn't a Daredevil in Infinity Challenge, Drew Alderson. I'll tell you what, I challenge you guys to find (laughs) find us a modern figure worse than Crib. I doubt you can do that. Good luck. Um, I found one. His name is Son of the Serpent, and he's right here. I think Crib's worse than Son of the Serpent. I think Crib's worse than Son of the Serpent. You know why? Because Crib does this about the same, but costs 100 points more. <laughs> I guess, yeah, you're right. Over 100 <laughs> points more. You could play five Sons of the Serpent for every Crib. But I'm going to steal some babies. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last but not least. Seems like that lonely 40 year old woman who just steals a carriage at the mall. We get to add another. Uh, Put another horse in the Dial H Superfans stallion. Uh, what about stockades. our uh, What about our personal picks for the year? Huh? Oh, Drew, you mean, I, I, I did, it wasn't written down. It wasn't, it wasn't written, on the teleprompter. It wasn't so on I don't the teleprompter. Hunter Smith, start us out. All right. What was your figure? We're going to give our personal favorite figures this year. There's no criteria, no nothing. Just our personal favorites. Uh, mine was a close heated race between Trinity War Batman. I like that. 
fucking hate that figure. Frankenstein. Yeah. yeah that, I fucking love that figure. And Age of Ultron Black Panther. He's okay. Who I love the sculpt of. Yeah. Absolutely beautiful sculpt. Kind of One of my sculpts. Out, Captain Notice Morgan. we haven't got a Batman sculpt like that. Um, I also like the Fantastic Four keyword. I like how he plays. Played him against Austin the other day on my Fantastic Four team. Um, he's really he's really the only viable piece on my team. To be honest. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> he did all the damage. Um, okay, and Phoenix Force freaking um, was it major? Battle? I don't want to talk about it. I don't yeah, it was brutal. It was uh, major victory. Captain uh, Adam. Oh, it was Captain Adam with freaking plus threes on the Phoenix Force. Just fucking <laughs> took Black Panther to town. Yeah. Um, I ended up going. Even though I also love Frank, very fun figure. I couldn't decide between Frank and Batman. I ended up going with Batman. Just because he's so goddamn good. I mean, you yeah. saw he won. He won one. No, he tied for one category, and won the other one. He yeah, won the best sure. best overall DC he's so piece. Good. He's just so fucking good. There's a reason he's so goddamn expensive. Um. So I ended. Up, I had to go with him. My only criticism of him, if he had this, it would have been a no brainer for me. The motherfucker does not ignore hindering terrain for movement. Yeah, that's he's like the bad. only Batman I can think of that does not ignore hindering terrain. That's my only criticism. But I'll yeah, I'll go with Batman. Austin Smith. WizKids wrote me a love letter this year. There was and They said, here's all these Lux Luthers. <laughs> and Ultrons. And Ultrons. And a shitty war machine. And a really <laughs> shitty war machine. Don't say we never gave you a war machine. <laughs> um so Did you hear it got third place at the dilation? <laughs> <laughs> Does that, up, does that up the value or, or degrade the value that we considered it a worse figure this year? I don't know. We'll see it on the value corner never. <laughs> You're right. It's never for sale, so technically it doesn't have a value. No one's trying to buy one. Drew's just trying to give them away. <laughs> just take it. And he can't. No one wants them. That he figure got a dumpster fire out back of all. That figure was going for like 11 bucks. All that lead paint up in the air. Did you know that figure was going for like 11 bucks? I know. I sold one. Never underestimate the stupidity of idiots on eBay. Like, fuck, man. Um, if life has taught us anything. If fear itself has taught us anything. Remember how much those super rares we're going for? Yeah, it is. $75 for Kurth. $75 for, like, $10 for, for, like, a Rusty Jaggers at this point. Yeah, Rusty Jaggers. I'll give you, yeah. Anyway. I'll tell you From Rusty. Austin. I mean, obviously, a Jagger is very valuable to Austin. Uh, a Jagger is It's a lot of work. Anyway. So, WizKids wrote me a love letter this <laughs> year. like he knows from experience. <laughs> WizKids wrote me a, a nice a nice little letter with a Said Goro Ultron. Yeah, Goro Ultron. No, that's true. Yeah. Goro Ultron was not someone who ever showed up in the comics. He was just a variant cover, and there were seven variant covers. But he looked so damn cool. He did. Like, He's the background of my phone. He was my cover photo on Facebook, on Twitter. Oh, my God. And then we got the freaking figure. I was like, yes! I'm sure you had some anime porn with, like, eight dicks instead of eight arms or something. Do it himself. Mechanical dick. Sorry, yes. continue. No, continue. I was just, I was just talking about my friend, I mean, Drew Alderson. The Drew Alderson figure <laughs> of 2015. I'm pretty high on this figure. Is it Frank? He's up there. Is, Is it, it Chase Hulk? He's, oh, yeah, God. He's, oh, se- God. he's second place. To Faust. To fucking Faust. You're going to leave your boy JC behind like that? If they made Hellboy, I'd be all over it. To be fair, they're both... I, they're I both, had to JC quite a few... JC was in the running until two months ago, all right? What was, was his number one? How would you describe Faust's jacket? It's fucking fresh. fresh. 
JC's jacket's pretty fresh too. It's, it's a coat. It's not a jacket. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, a has a my boy, my boy Faust. Let me tell you what. This guy is ninety points. A pure, unadulterated sexual tension healing. I just you know realized. that Faust is German for sexual tension. It just hit me where they got that Faust sculpt. Where? It looks identical. We're gonna double check. Shade uh, the changing man. Oh, it's no, oh, no wait, uh, Enchantress. Oh yeah, that's that, uh, same keyword. <laughs> I usually play them together. That's why the game even has tits. Even has tits. Yep, it's the exact same sculpt. Oh yep. fuck! But yeah, Faust. It is a, a great sculpt, but yes, don't yes. let me detract away from the freshness of. Now you've broken his heart. I'm a little upset. Actually, is it the same? Or is it just the same? orb is the, the same, same, but the body is definitely the top different. part is the same. It's a little different. Okay, it's the same. Pretty similar. It's a little, it's a little different. I don't know Sorry, that. that belt and jeans. Point being, Mr. Patrick, you have Joko and your bros. <laughs> Those boots are pretty fly, too. He looks like the dude from freaking, like, a retro 90s NES game. That's why he's great. <laughs> he does. I, I'm it's gonna, the glasses, the jeans, amazing. and the boots. I, this guy's fresh as fuck. You, he you is. tell me I'm not. I am Those not. shades complete that ensemble. Look at his this. Shade, he's, a, he's a Terminator. He's going back in time. Oh, he does look like Terminator. His shades are fire. His fucking jacket's fresh, and his pants are the fucking mom. You can't handle his style. Can't handle this nineties. Get off. God, I really can't. That being said, crossfire. This figure, yeah, crossfire. You can play it. Crossfire. He cheats once you roll three dice. <laughs> fuck it, yeah. <coughs> You're like Drew. He's got a ten attack. I mean, who cares? You roll three dice. Who gives a fuck? Hey, mix all picks. Why not team up? Fucking replace one of your three dice. I think I would slap my opponent if they played Metal Picks and Faust together. Get ready to slap Drew Alderson in 2016. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, this you just can... slap him into 20. We're in 2016. <laughs> Shut up. He's so great. I own two of them. I really. I gotta get rid of one. I'll, I'll buy it from you. Yeah. I don't have one yet. Anyway, unless he's, he's going for outrageous price, he's not. I think he's probably like seven bucks. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. Drew's value corner next year. <laughs> no, this guy is in the Hall of Fame. He's, he's. I love playing him like this until they find out he's been using performance enhancing substances. They strip him of all his titles. He is from the nineties. He, he would is. be the <laughs> best figure twenty fifteen for Drew Alderson. This Sebastian. Faust. I am completely not baffled by this choice, Drew. I am only because JC was present and was so good and had an overcoat. Okay, slash. But yes, Faust. I can slash. It's both of them together. I can believe it. Like in Drew's fanfic. Yeah, they're kissing each other, rubbing each other down, and hot magical oils. <laughs> Tell me more, Drew. Alderson. Is it getting hot in here. It's getting a little hot in here. All right, 28 degrees in here, but yet the windows are fogging up. Yeah, we only have one more thing left to do, and that's to give out some shout-outs. Shout-outs. 2015 shout-outs. Shout-outs to everybody who sent us some email. Shout-outs to you guys. And That makes every week so much fun. If you would like your email read on a next... Times episode. I was gonna say <laughs> next times episode. Sure. Hunter Smith not drunk. Okay. Well, I, I started to say next week. I was like, well, we just said we don't know for sure if it's gonna be every on the next episode. Before we should start the next episode of Dial H for Hero Clicks. Your email could be uh, read on air if you simply send it to us on Facebook, Twitter, or you can find us at Dial H for Hero Clicks at gmail.com So shout out to everybody who's been sending us messages and asking us interesting questions, giving us things to cover. 
Shout outs to HeroClicksUnderground.com, which our friend Chase started up this year. And we actually met him. He came down to Greenwood this yeah, year. Yeah, he's a really super cool nice guy. guy. He's from here. Shout yeah. outs to him, yep. Um, everybody should go check that out. Obviously, HC Realm's been established for years. It's a good website. It's very useful. Up and coming, though. But, um, yeah, check out, Hero, check out HeroClicksUnderground.com. You know, we're such a uh, concise, close-knit community, uh, the HeroClix community, that there's uh, there's not very many of us. It would not be hard to get a lot of views onto that page. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it, it would not be hard for us to spread the word. Spread. So check out HeroClicksUnderground.com right now, guys listening. And if you like it, if you don't like it, fine. If you like it and like where it's headed, then uh, just tell your friends at your local venue about it. We just need to get the word spreaded. He's a really good... We're trying to do... You know, if just Hunter's good at anything, it's getting stuff spread. Open That's the right. floodgates. That's right. He's he's Hunter Smith's good at it. It's opening he, the floodgates. He's told me about church camp enough. <laughs> and then last You're but not least, the, the biggest shout-out goes to the new addition to the Dolly Superfans. I debated at one point. True stop jacking it. There were a few uh, a few of our frequent emailers. I really hope that's not what it sounds like when you jack it. I was going to pick another frequent emailer, but you know what? I consider this guy honestly part of the Dollish family, but I wanted to give him the a, credit he deserves. official status and name him also a super fan, and that is Mr. Renocon. Yay! I really appreciate all your help, Renocon, with dial design Yay! all year. He also has written us in, uh, shares in, in useful information. When I forget, when we forget something on the cast, we forget to mention something important. He always messages me and hey, reminds fuck me. Tarts. Hey, fuck Hey, what's, what's the joke Tosh says? If you want me to answer an email, or if you want me to make sure I never answer an email, I'll start the subject with, hey, fuck tart. Um, he always has really good questions when he does ask questions, but more importantly, he actually does help us out tremendously, especially with Dallas Design, and has been listening since basically day one. So yep. I'm going to give it to Reno He's a Conn. veteran of the old war. There were some other people I definitely considered, but I ended up giving, giving it to Reno Con. Congratulations to Reno Con. Deserving so, fan. Reno Con and Eric Linnell, super fans. Next year, we'll crown a new super fan. Uh, you can get a jump start on that by asking us some interesting questions and starting some nice, interesting discussions. And not beginning it with Booster hey guys Drewster. and Austin. Booster Drewster, runner-up. <laughs> Booster Drewster, we will find out who you are by the end of 2016. I already know who he is. I'm already fairly confident, but we'll... Uh, are you confident? We need to know for sure. Are you confident, Hunter Smith? I'm, I'm thinking about... Are you ready to have your mind blown? Because I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> Well, my plan is to hold Jake Weaver by gunpoint <laughs> and have him spit out whether it's him or not. <laughs> I just, I just feel imagine the look on Weaver's face. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not him, then that narrows it down. That's like the betrayal <laughs> of a mother who's drowning her kids. Like, the look on Jake's face, he will not see this coming. Why, Hunter? Why? <laughs> well, it's been a good year. We really appreciate you guys listening and, and keeping up with us. Um, Especially those of you who've been listening for a long time. I never thought we'd make it this far. Like this is, if you said that we'd be doing this podcast a year, I wouldn't have believed you. And we've been going freaking almost three years. Hunter Smith, we're getting old. Yeah, it's been about two and a half, uh, two and a half years. Because it it started, we started in the summer of about a month before Gen Con. But that was back when Gen Con started. Was at the end of the summer and not in the yeah, fall now. Right. 
So it was like May-ish. This is scary. So yeah, we're coming up on three years here pretty soon. Quality hero clicks content here. Do you know who's been going longer? Edward Shelton. Yeah. He's yeah. like the only podcast I can think of that's been going on longer than us. Um, well, clicks cast, but they're off and on. But now, yeah, but now we've had, we have so many other podcasts. So for those of you that and do we, listen. We did have a great, we had a great meeting with all the other yeah, yeah, that's a, that's, that's a, another thing we should. That's really another good up. point about what happened this year. We had a lot of the other podcasts, um, the ones that we are kind of our favorites. Not that we don't like all of them and appreciate we don't. all of them. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we we do definitely appreciate everyone who contributes to the community. But um, yeah, we we hooked up with some of our favorite personal favorites, um, and we had a, a special episode. And I'm sure we'll eventually do something like that again and have some more of the those guys on from time to time. We definitely need to get Edward back on here. We haven't had him on for a while. Um, we did do a follow-up episode with Mary with Clicks already. Yep. But, um, yeah, thanks to everyone just in general that contributes in some way to the Clicks community, whether you're a podcast or whether you're the guy who summarizes the rules updates on the Wizards. God, whoever forums. that guy is, he deserves sainthood Shout in the out Church to Steel Mage, who always updates the unit section. We appreciate yeah. you, and fuck everybody who bitches at you for taking so long to get them up like they don't realize that this is not your paid job. That you're, I think you do a hell of a job. Honestly, yep. I, I think a lot of the, the realms... He's done a really good job yeah, this year. over the years. Um, I think a lot of the, the realms mods deserve shout outs to you. They have a good team now that everything's the dust is settled on everything. Um, but yeah, thank you to all of you who contribute to the community in general, and we hope that we can continue to do our small part by simply providing some entertainment. Let's be honest, we don't provide much. Uh, there's <laughs> we swear we're vulgar, and we talk about a game that is a very... But if there's one thing we're good at, it is Swearing. providing some humor and uh, a little bit of, a little bit of humor in your week. Hopefully we can make your week go better at work while, while slightly having a little bit of a Hero Clicks discussion mixed in there. I like the fact that we can disguise ourselves as an educational podcast. It's like drunk history. It's yeah. not that you're actually I don't learning. know if anybody buys that anymore. <laughs> but if you guys have any recommendations for the show as we wrap up here, if you have any recommendations for 2016, if there are any categories that – any, any uh, features we do that – you like better than others uh write us in let us know if there are any that you don't like you know just in general advice we will be doing um more uh, go ahead awesome i was just gonna say that we started bed samaritan this year too well, no that was last year was it last year? Mm-hmm. yeah it was it was surprised it surprised me because i listened to a an episode I, it was on the 2014 awards actually and then we did. We talked about Bad Samaritan. I was like, "Damn, we've been doing it over a year." But we have. We've been doing it over a year. I know, man. It's crazy. That year flew by. Um, Why do we do this? I feel. I feel like we will be doing more what we played. We haven't done that in a long time, and we haven't. From emails from you guys, that is something that a lot of you guys seem to really enjoy. So we will be talking about figures that we played over the weeks. Uh, event and uh, talk about you know how they performed or, or give you advice or whatever. Yep. Um, a lot of you got a surprising amount of you guys did that, and you know the reason we shy from that is because pretty much every podcast does it. 
Yeah, and I just thought it wasn't and entertaining. And I, I personally don't care. It's not that I don't care for it, but it's never like my favorite thing. But apparently a lot of you guys really like it, so you know, if that's what you like, yeah. I like talking about it. You know, We will deliver stuff. whatever like you want to. It's like Austin Smith's sexual, sexual preferences. Yeah. If that's what he likes, we're on board. Shorty, he can have whatever he likes. I love women. No, you don't. Let's be honest. Well, we'll see you guys next week and next year. Possibly next Possibly week. Possibly next week. Next year, we're not doing another one of these till 2017? It's 2015, Drew. Yeah, it definitely. It has been 2016 for two days now. Step through the time capsule when you walked in. It's podcast magic. They don't know what day it is. Podcast magic. <laughs> it's true. We're coming at you from yesterday. We'll see you guys. See ya. Later.